Hello and welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. Hello. I am joined as always by Jackie. Hello. And uh, joining Hello. us via, you know what? No one needs to know. Also joining us is Miles. How are you, Miles? Good. Thanks for the prompt response. Uh, I'm going to edit that down <laughs> so you sound like a person who was in this conversation. Uh, we're a podcast that only talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That's not true. That that would be uh, anything from the anime to the comic to the video games. We wish we only talked about JoJo's. We do wish that. Uh, but thankfully, uh, after a long drought and covering other animes and uh, DreamWorks animated movies, uh, we have some more <laughs> JoJo for you this week and next week. Uh, because two new Rohan OVAs have come out Yay! in Japan, but More content. there are some dutiful uh, fans out there who did some um, fan-translated English subtitles, and that's how we watched these. Um, Thanks, fans. If you are new to this podcast and want to hear some of the other stuff we've covered, you can go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod, and you can find all of our old episodes. Things are in a weird order, but... Um, we cover all four seasons of the JoJo anime. We cover the OVAs from the 90s and early 2000s. We cover the other Rohan OVAs and uh, a lot of other shit, too. We watched an episode in English. That was a mistake. Hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, before we actually talk about um, the ironically titled The Run, I say this because the Rohan one-shots are actually called Rohan Kishibe Cannot Move in Japan. Oh, really? So he proved them wrong this time around. <laughs> he can move. Before we talk Tell about him. that in detail, we are going to uh, take a jog on Response Racetrack, mm. formerly known okay. as Correspondence Corner. And by that, I mean this is people that write to our Gmail account, which is jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This first email is from Talia. Talia's bowling a turkey here. I think this is the third hmm. email in a row. <laughs> We've all run out of things to do in, uh, in quarantine, I guess. Yeah. This, uh, <laughs> the subject line is lots of things to say about Matrix and things. It begins, so the Matrix is awesome. At least the first one is, and I have recently rewatched all three. Wait, I have a question. Did we talk about the Matrix? We last? did. We did. Yes. Okay. I was like, why? Why is Talia writing in to write about the Matrix? We okay, did. Yeah, it. I should have said that up. Got ahead it. Of time. I forgot about. We that. We talked about the Matrix. Okay. Which you would know if you subscribe to our Patreon newsletter. I don't. Is that a reference to dot, dot, dot? Yes. Mm. Talia continues, I have recently watched all three, but I also hate it. Allegedly, the Wachowskis ripped off my favorite comic book writer, Grant Morrison. Morrison made a comic in the early 90s called The Invisibles, and The Matrix seems to rip off the characters and symbolism. I could go into detail, but that's probably boring for y'all. So instead, I'll mention The Animatrix and how one of the shorts, A Detective Story, is fucking awesome. Also, it's something, is something like Animatrix eligible for your $20 tier reward for your Patreon? Yes. Uh, yeah, pretty much anything is eligible for our $20 tier No, it tier has to reward. be anime. No, I don't give a fuck. Really? You want me to eat soap? Well, give me $20, I'll eat a bar Marks, of soap. People are going to write in and ask us to watch like Die Hard or something. Uh, this podcast <laughs> is now about Die Hard. Um, <laughs> Die Hard's one How of the... How is that bad? Yeah, it's one of the greatest action movies of all time. Maybe the... Although The Matrix is certainly up there. Uh, Talia says, I noticed that you explicitly state no hentai, which guarantees you won't be getting my $20. <laughs> There's not much out there like The Animatrix except 
Gotham Knight, which is animated shorts by the Helsing people as well as others about the caped crusader, a.k.a. the billionaire Kimono Mimi, who beats up the poor and mentally ill. Mm. And if you have free time, <laughs> I totally recommend both. That is cool that the Helsing people did Batman anime. I didn't know that. Batman anime. Also, I always thought Flight of the Pretty Os- good. I always thought Flight of the Osiris, the animated short with two people fighting and stripping in the Animatrix, was overrated. It was good and well animated, but I wasn't blown away by it. Though I do think the graphics were fucking awesome and still hold up, as do the graphics from Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Oh, before I forget, this might be a rumor, but I don't think it is. Switch from the Matrix was supposed to be a trans character originally. Her digital self was supposed to have a different gender than her in the real world. Mm. Also, Morrison threw some shade at the Matrix sequel, saying they probably sh- they they should have probably kept stealing from him. Postscript: Every time I close my eyes, I get so dang horny because I see the words "go go blank." Insert smiley face with tongue sticking out. Seriously, he's fucking hot. You guys don't know what that is. I don't know what. There's an intentional blank. It's a reference to a later JoJo character. Oh. Talia has moved past us in the uh, manga side mm. of things. There's also Morrison? Thanks for the not spoiler. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. The Matrix stole from Grant Morrison? Apparently. Apparently. Uh, Talia sent a second uh, email that says, correction, the Caped Crusader is not a kimono mimi as stated in the previous email. That is all. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Who wants to read the next one? I'll read it. Wait, I've read Grant Morrison. Oh, you yeah? have? I've read his Arkham Asylum, A Serious House on a Serious Earth. That's oh, good. yeah, it's good. I yeah. read some of the... In, some of the. I was going to read a bunch of his stuff, and I read the old comics that, that he said he liked like um, before he launched that whole like worldwide Batman network thing. So I read oh, these yeah, old yeah, yeah. comics that were about like, like Batmite, and there's one where it's like different color Batman, like there's red and green Batman and stuff, <laughs> and it was like really old and boring. Aww. I was like, I'm going to get through it and read, you know, what people say is really good, and then I just never did that. So mm-hmm. I just read a bunch of old, stupid Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. great. Yep. I'll read this email. Um, this is from Arthur. The subject line is... No, your show can't have a doll called Gold, Golden Experience without paying me. Uh, Prince, probably. Okay. Uh, greetings from August 2018. In the preamble to the Alessi ep, someone asked you guys what your favorite anti-infringement name, anti-infringement name change was so far. And while Worst Company is definitely up there for me, I just wanted to let you guys know that I hope you got as angry as I did when Bruno very clearly yells sticky fingers and the subtitle reads zipper man. <laughs> Lil Bomber is also terrible, but mm-hmm. I guess a Narancha didn't enunciate Aerosmith as clearly or something because it never bothered me nearly as much. Really looking forward to finally getting to your part five eps, especially since part three is probably my least favorite, but what? not only are you guys fun to listen to while talking about it, fun to listen to while talking about it i almost want to go back and rewatch it myself almost it's just so long thanks for all the content arthur thanks arthur thanks arthur i like how we're thanks, the content arthur. now there's no jojo's content so we get to supply the jojo's content. yeah <laughs> we're in the content um yeah arthur, i think don't uh, rewatch part three yeah you should watch you should watch part three just cut out some 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 arcs um it's fun. It's too long. I think we do address sticky fingers. I think you're, even though you're in the past time traveling, you're late uh, because we do 
hear Zipperman and we have feelings about it. Also, I don't know if Worst Company was our pick. I mean, I, I know that my... Maybe at the time. Maybe at the time, but I will say that my personal... Oh, right, because in part four, we get... I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler for you, Arthur, but no, I'm not going to say anything. But there is a Boys to Men stand that has an awful anti-copy infringement name replacement mm. um, that uh, you just have to experience to believe it. It's awful. Um. But yeah, you should you should rewatch uh, part three with uh, with our commentary. Don't do it, Miles. Do you want to read an email? Just listen to our podcast. Yeah, and draw pictures that you think are more similar to our reactions than the comic, than the anime, rather. Right. This email is from Chad, and the subject line is "Sorry in advance for the long email." Oh boy. Aloha, JJB Pod crew. I'm glad you all enjoyed Read or Die OVA. I also appreciate the criticisms you all raised because I'm certain that when I watched it when I was about 20, all I was thinking was cool powers, wow, Miss Deep, oh my, etc. I think I probably thought the same at 20. <laughs> also, trying to figure out Nancy's power as it relates to her identity as the Ejin of Madhari. Maybe it's because Madhari specialized in being deep undercover. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Uh, as I think Mark pointed out last app, touches like voice actors affect their performance to match characters moving is a nice effort. A recent example of this kind of thoughtful voice work on a grand scale can be found in Spider-Man for the PS4. Yuri Lowenthal, also known for voicing Simon the Digger from Gurren Lagann and much more, recorded all of his dialogue for the game twice, once normally and then again, but this time sounding like he's exerting himself swinging around New York. Should I play that game? I Along hear good with things. Blade of the Immortal... There's a bunch of great anime you can only find on Amazon Prime Video. A few other recommendations would be Inuyashiki, Last Hero, Dororo, and Karakuri Circus. Moving forward, I'm going to try to recommend only older anime and, when at all possible, OVA movies. Nice. Nice. I figure there are enough young listeners clamoring to have you watch more modern series, so I ought to represent for the olds and make it a little easier for you to get the whole story rather than needing to watch certain episodes. Hopefully, you might consider watching another title from my Patreon shortlist. Lastly, if you could have a Yomiko Reedman, the paper style of superpower, but involving another common office item, what would you pick and why? Sorry again for the long email. It'll be great to see what Rohan is up to in the next two episodes. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. When Dio does his The World Time Stop in the Capcom Heritage for the Future Fighting Game, if you're playing as Jotaro, you can counter it using your star platinum, The World, forward, middle, attack, light, attack, forward, stand button. Hmm. Beating Dio this way also earns you a secret factor in the super story mode. Wow, thank you for that. Thanks for the tip. And thanks for the... I knew that. Uh, of course Mark knew I that. I knew that. I did forget the input, oh, though, so I wish I read this. Because <laughs> I was streaming on Saturday, and I played uh, I played some of this game. Were you streaming today, on the too? the stream. No, I was not streaming today. You were, you were playing today? I was playing a different game with someone over the internet. Oh. Um. I was talking to one person only as opposed to a crowd of millions. But I heard you mention Iggy and stuff. <laughs> yeah, my friend Lofty that I play other fighting games with, I uh, got her to try JoJo. Mm. And she was entertained that by was today. the dog character. That was this morning. Yeah, that's what I said. Today. Yeah. Okay. I never... Oh, but that's a different game. Is it a different game? No, it's the same game. But I also was streaming it on Saturday. Okay. I played arcade mode and then I played a few randos and I crushed them all. Chad, thanks for the recommendations for old anime. Yeah, I wanna, that's a nice. That's I, a nice move. I, I also think that we like personally. I think we should 
watch those over the newer stuff just because like older class well i don't know man i think older classics are if they're classics you know if they're like i don't know i like the i like the oldies i also like the oldies but i do think a lot of our listeners probably want to hear us cover what they're watching and have watched so I think it's good to mix it up. The popular stuff. Well, they can pay us $20. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, Miles is having a good time with Mob Psycho. We yeah. liked uh, Cells at Work yeah. and uh, Mob uh, Mob Hero Acad- Psycho, <laughs> My Hero Academia, whatever you kids say these days. True, 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 true. Okay. Inu Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, this email. Wait, we didn't answer his question. What was oh, the question? Oh, oh, yeah. I already thought about it. If I could use an office power like Reedman, I would use staples and staplers um, because they're made out of metal. They're really tiny. You could like float them into people, you know, like shove a bunch of staples under the skin. Ooh. It'd be really mm-hmm. fucked up, probably poison them. And then a stapler, you don't even need that much power because you could just like a human throw it at someone's head. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could maybe curve it with a... Uh, with your powers, like you're in Wanted, the movie. I would use um, hand sanitizer and uh, inject it into people's blood to cure them of viruses. Oh, oh. topical. Watch out for Miles. <laughs> about to get his other, his, uh, his new late night political talk show. <laughs> I'm going to email that joke to David Letterman. I hope he uses it. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I would be left-handed scissors. <laughs> My power would be left-handed scissors. Wait, what do you do? <laughs> It's scissors. That? You're like a pair of scissors? Well, like with the paper, she can control paper, so I can control left-handed scissors. <laughs> but only left-handed scissors. So does that mean that only certain offices, mostly like classrooms, would have things you can use? Because a lot of places just have right-handed scissors? I would scissors? just carry a briefcase of left-handed scissors, Mark. Oh, okay. And they would be left-handed because I'm a lefty, so then I could also use the scissors to cut things with my hands if I needed to. With um, my left hand. Unlike now, where when you try to use right-handed scissors, it's just a catastrophe. When I use, when yeah, when I use right, like the regular scissors that everybody uses, it's like, it's it's weird. It just, it's just weird. It's just wrong. It's just, everything's it's, bad. It's like when you put the right shoe on bad. your left foot and you're like, what happened? It's exactly <laughs> like that. You ever do that and you're like, Wait, is it, off is it really though? It's really bad. Yeah, I can't. It's, I mean, like I can do it, but it just feels, it's, it's like if you were trying to write with the your opposite hand. It's like that same thing. When you try to use scissors and they're for the wrong hand, it's like you just cut all fucking weird. Like you can't cut a straight line. It's all just bad. It's like that when I use my right hand too. I hate to tell you this. No straight lines. But living in a righty's world, I've learned to adapt. So my right hand is a little bit stronger than it would be uh, normally. Nice. Just because I've had to, I've had to use it more. Um but my left, my left hand is superior still. Yeah, we'll stomp the left hand out of you soon enough. No! We'll force it out. I no. can only dribble a basketball with my left hand. That's uh, weird. I don't do it very often. I don't think I've dribbled a basketball in eons. But yeah, there are certain things that my left hand is just better for. I kind of wonder if I was like a left hand baby that was just like, okay, I'll do right hand. Mm. But I, I can't write with my left hand. It looks even more serial killer ransom note-ish. I think they tried to make me a righty. Like they tried to like, no, 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 use the other hand. And I just <laughs> I couldn't do it. So they eventually gave up. They were like, all right, do whatever you want. <laughs> well, spe- I don't know what my son is yet. Aww. He doesn't hold on to anything. He, he doesn't, doesn't hold, hold on to anything? We'll find out. 
Mm. Yeah, if you put something in his hand, unless it's like my finger. Just give him pens and then leave him alone for like 10, 15 minutes. See what he draws. Don't don't supervise him with the pens. (laughs) Make sure they're very sharp inkwell pens as well. No. Okay. Yeah, to to make sure that they write good. Right. I'm a smart, safe... what is it? Satellite parent? There's probably a baby toy pen that's like safe, you know, where it's like a toy and it's just like big and stupid and doesn't do anything. You can see which which hand he wants to use with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll report back. Okay. Nice. Uh, speaking of memories, we already changed the topic. This email <laughs> is called Memory Lane and it's from Josh. Hey, JJBP crew. Happy to hear your thoughts on The Run, since it's definitely one of the most batshit insane... Whoa! Bat- insane. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> most batshit insane JoJo stories out there. And you can sort of tell he wrote it while he was writing part eight. The animation really takes off once they hit the treadmills as well. On another note, I've been listening back to the pod from the start. I, I don't know why you're doing that, but thank you, Josh. And even at the beginning, they were all really solid to listen to. Thank Aww. You. Thank you. My, you can tell I'm shyer in the beginning. Well, pay attention. Pay attention. In the beginning, I like didn't talk as much because I was shy and I lost. Conf- I didn't have confidence. But now I've grown. But why were you shy in front of the both of us? I. It's not about you guys. It's about like the, my voice is. I'm being recorded and people are listening to me and I don't know what happens. Mm. And also, I don't know. You guys talk a lot. We do. We do talk a lot. <laughs> you talk a lot, and I it, feel, it, I feel like I'm. It was hard for me to figure out when now. to interrupt, too. But I grew, you can tell, you can listen, pay attention to the progression in like the early episodes, I don't talk as much. And now you like can't get me to shut up. So it's great. (laughs) Shut up. There's definitely a character arc on JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Yeah. They're they're short. I think I'm more reserved than I was at the beginning of this podcast. I feel like I was a little bit unhinged. That that feels right. Yeah. You were more evil in the beginning. (laughs) And then I think maybe, maybe, maybe fatherhood has changed you. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I also, over the last... Two months. Yeah. You've changed, Miles. I think I care less about censoring ourselves as well. I don't remember mm. what it was, but I would go back and edit you talking about like Satan or whatever, or like <laughs> the Bible. I don't know. Something that was bad. And I was like, oh, I'm cutting that out. Oh, oh, I know what it was. You made a joke about like Blue Lives Matter or something. And I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> anything political's got to go. Um, sorry. Let me continue this email. I disrespected Josh by not finishing it. <laughs> Uh, Even at the beginning, they were all really solid to listen to. My work consists of a lot of walking around, waiting for customers to help. So it's been good listening to the discussions I haven't heard in a long time. I feel like this email is too short, but I can't think of anything else. So see you next week for At A Confessional. Josh. P.S. I realized that Chikis was a guest for pretty much every Rohan-centric episode. Interesting. P.P.S. As I'm writing this. At work, Killer Queen is playing over the radio. P-P-P-S. Every time I become the avatar of the god of muscles, I wake up feeling so sporty. Very good. Very That's good. good. That's good. Uh, and there's an addendum here. This uh, is very important, Jackie. Have you seen the end of Steven Universe and did you like it? Um. Uh, so I looked up to make sure that they didn't come out with more shit. And of course they came out with more shit. So I saw, I've seen all of the Steven Universe episodes. I saw the finale of season five. It's awesome. I liked it a lot. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I thought that that was a good way to like tie everything together. You hear a lot of like hints about like, I don't know. You just hear like, I don't know. Steven Universe has a lot of like mystery subtext. Like what is really, what's the real story here? And they kind of, they give you like a good, a good ending to understand what was happening there. But, and I also saw the Steven Universe movie after that. Um, but then since then, there's been Steven Universe Future, which is like, I guess him 
older. I haven't seen any of those, so I don't know what that's all about. The last thing I saw was the movie. But so far, so good. I probably want to rewatch. I'm probably going to try to rewatch it since, I don't know, I always forget things. <laughs> and Steven Universe is nice. I feel it's my, it's like one of my favorite shows, but I like, I don't know. Like if you ask me what I thought of the ending of like some JoJo's episode that I like just watched a week ago, I would still be like, I don't remember. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that feeling. I want to rewatch it. Um. It's true that Chikas has been on pretty much every Rohan episode because she loves Rohan. Yeah. Maybe we should send her these and ask her to like comment somehow. Mm. Could do that. Oh, the thing that I wanted to say about this, uh, Josh, is... Okay, so Josh said that uh, his work consists of walking around and waiting for customers. And, you know, I just want to make sure that you stay safe. Everybody that has to interact with people, stay safe, wash your hands, Stay six feet away, um, wear a mask, and just be careful to not spread, not not catch it yourself and not spread it around and, you know, Yeah, if you're in a place that there. has coronavirus and your job is to like... No, every place. Assume every place has coronavirus. Assume you have it. Okay. If you're in a place with <laughs> coronavirus, that's actually what I meant to say. I fucked if up. If you're a, in a place with coronavirus, if you're on this planet... What I was going to say is if you're working while the coronavirus thing is happening... Uh, I think you should just, to be 100% safe, don't even ask to help anybody. Like, <laughs> just don't do your job. If someone's walking around lost, just wait for them to come to you. You should be like, I'm limiting my human interactions. I will not approach anyone. Um, and then get fired and stay home. That's what you should do. My no, opinion. don't do that. Don't uh, do that. Uh, get that unemployment. No, no one's getting it that. It lasts forever and it's plenty of money. No. In America. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. So thanks for writing in. Again, those are emails that were sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can do it too, listener. But now for something a little bit more premium, I want to say thank you to everyone who subscribes to our Patreon. And by that, I mean anybody who donates at least $3 a month. I will read their name like so. Austin, Chad, Christian, Kevin, Martin, Michael, Tim, and Tyler. Thank you. Thank you very much. And some of these people uh, stepped up to the $20 tier for one month. We ask that you do not spend more than $20 uh, because that uh, we don't deserve it. Uh, and basically anybody who just <laughs> spends $20 one month uh, will get... Um, they can message us and let us know uh, what anime they want to force us to watch and we will have to watch it. Uh, no hentai. Uh, just anime no hentai please uh yeah Thanks. we've already done that we've watched a few uh of the patron picks and they've all been great um so feel free to do that you can also just um but it's okay if they're not great yeah um <laughs> but so far it turns out people have had good tastes and miles puts a um master list of references youtube videos and stuff uh, of the things that we bring up on the podcast because we can never stay on topic and you only have to spend one dollar a month to see those so that's patreon.com slash jjbpod in case you're wondering what we're talking about. Yeah, if you're like, what are these old heads talking about? What the hell is, uh, well, Steven Universe is a bad example. But, you know, it's <laughs> like, well, I want to find out more about that comic they mentioned. Then uh, that's how you would do it. Okay, uh, should we take a break? Sure. Let's take a break, get our energy back. Okay, and we're back to talk about um, Rohan Kishibe cannot move or will not move. Episode nine um the run apparently this was originally called episode 10 uh when it came out in the weekly shonen jump magazine 
but、uh, they later changed it when they put it out in the second Rohan collection. So now it's. Do the numbers correspond to the manga or something? No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't really know. It like right now it's like one through nine, except there's no seven or four or something. And then from nine or ten, we jump to sixteen, and they all came、okay. out out of order. Number sixteen was the first one. Bless you. Thank you. I I don't know if anyone's asked about the number, or if there's an explanation out there, or what the deal is. I just kind of accepted it. Like, all right, maybe this is supposed to add up to something. Knowing Araki, it probably isn't going to happen. That's fine. Uh, so yeah, this is an OVA that just came out a month or so ago in early 2020, or technically they premiered it in like December of 2019. But not everyone can get to that premiere. God damn it!、Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Rohan one shot. Why weren't we invited as prominent JoJo's Bizarre Podcast? I'm a little annoyed. I, is、yeah. what I'm trying to get across here. How could they stand us up like that?、Hmm. Um, so if you didn't know, Rohan is a prominent weirdo character in、um, part four of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure.、Um, And、uh, which is called Diamond is Unbreakable, and is a little bit of a self-insert of Araki, the creator of JoJo. Is it? It's a little bit of a self-insert. Oh, oh you mean Rohan is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.、Um, and、uh, Rohan has had his own kind of spin-offs, these occasional one stories. That since Rohan is an author who researches a lot, he'll tell you a story about something, or in his weird life with his weird personality, he's bound to run into something strange.、Uh, so this is the latest one. It、uh, was written or released in 2018,、um, and Araki has been doing these occasionally since 1997. So for the last 23 years,、wow. Araki's done、um, uh, maybe 10 or 11 of these stories. Wow! And yeah, so we just hit number three.、Um, if you think about it, we watched the last two ones, and now we're doing a a third one, even though it's number nine. And next week we'll watch <laughs> number 16. <laughs> All right. So, this episode is about gym buddies. <laughs> it's about、um, shitty competitiveness.、Um, it, it's about toxic masculinity. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs>、um, it just starts with Rohan at a table in like a confession room. It yeah, looks what's like. that all about? I don't know. Is this like MTV now? Maybe it's like, maybe it was written as like,、uh, it's like straight to camera, like Rohan, age twenty five. I'm not here to draw friends or、yeah. something.、Um, I'm not here to read the minds of friends.、Um, maybe it's yeah, like, and it, he's oh right, and he points to his fingers, and he's like, my fingers are all fucked up. Well, I don't know. He expl- he explains the anatomy <laughs> stuff of his hands. Of course, it, well, it's、up. JoJo. He explains like exactly what happened like, on each phalanx. Is, is it? Did Rohan already know so much about the body? Because he knows a lot about the body in this episode, about the human body. Oh、anatomy. yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that Araki is working out these days. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He was just like, I've been going to the gym a lot. Let me write a let me write a manga about it. Yeah,、um, it's just clear. Yeah, I mean, he's getting、uh, he's getting up there. Araki, no, he's like fifty or sixty. Is he he's jacked?、Fine. He's definitely not jacked now, but、Damn、he probably、it. he probably maintains the same physique in part、uh, through exercise.、Mm. Um, we, he draws a lot of muscles, though. You think that's like working out? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like working out, but he does draw a lot of muscles, so he has to know about it, and he probably thinks about muscle, like man man muscles, a lot. You know, he probably thinks <laughs> about man muscles. Like probably- you have to know anatomy to be an artist. Yeah, you do. You do. That's true. So that it, that explains why Rohan understands anatomy for the most part. Yeah, 
And then, of course, being Araki, he names the most obscure muscle man muscles at one point where he talks about those <laughs> muscles that are like up near the pecs. Yeah. But they're kind of above the, uh, they're above the, above into the side of the abs. Um, I, I don't, I forgot the name already. That's how obscure they are. It just vanished from my yeah. brain. I wasn't going to write name. that down. Uh, it, so it starts with him in this little confession booth thing. Um, it, and he's it, telling you what happened to him. Yeah. It's like he, a teaser. Yeah. It's like know? he broke his fingers and he said on one of them, like his metacarpals were like crushed, mm. which like the, the bigger story here is that he can't really write or draw anymore. Like his profession is, <gasps> is that he's a comic artist, right? No, like, maybe it's on the, maybe it's on the wrong hand. Maybe he's a lefty. Was that, was that on his right hand? It was on his right hand. Maybe he's a lefty. Maybe he's a lefty. Maybe. Go lefties. I'm sure it'll heal. He's he's written sixteen of these, you know, we'll we'll be we'll be fine. Write in if you're a lefty. With your listeners. left hand. Write in with your left hand if you're a lefty. Type with your left hand only. <laughs> your right hand should use the mouse to click on strategic parts of the page. Um so he explains that, you know, he broke his hand and he did this by crossing over a line uh and thinking that he could read someone's personality and right. he in a strange moment, which he even says is strange, which to me is like wrong because he normally isn't self-aware. Mm-hmm. But he says something like, I actually admit that I may have overstepped something. <laughs> he did something like that where he said like, I actually know that I did something wrong this time. It's like, you can't be aware yeah. about that while being ignorant, right? I didn't notice that. Um, but uh, it, it was interesting to see that humility from Rohan. Uh, of course, in yeah, it was like this time I really screwed up. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> of course, though that that means that this is the frame story for the actual episode where he does have a bit of hubris. The episode's mostly not about Rohan, though. No. He uh, then we briefly see a shot of two two arms swinging into frame. One of them Rohan's, one of them somebody else. Oh, I didn't notice that. And they're trying to grab a remote control that's on a table. Oh, really? Yeah. I miss that. It's They play it later when it happens, but yeah. it's just these hands are swinging towards each other. Like they're each trying to grab their remote. One does, one doesn't. Is uh is that before the theme song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when the theme started, I at first was like, oh, it's just the same simple shot of Rohan and that creepy piano music. But then they had some like inky, like... It's like ink blots, like a, like a psychological yeah. test. And the music kind of s- reminded me of like a, a creepy music box or something. Yeah, that yeah, that kind like of creepy high pitched piano. Mm-hmm. It felt a little bit to me like the ink melting around and stuff felt like James Bond or something. Yeah, one of those Bond intros, maybe. He then gives us directions to Harajuku. Uh, yeah, okay, that is what he does, right? He then it describes how from Morio to get to Harajuku. So these instructions are like not good for most people because Morio isn't real. Morio or S City, I think technically, uh, it does not exist. But what if you follow those directions? Like if you started at Harajuku and you follow those directions backwards, could you get to Morio? Could you get somewhere? I think that it's probably not because I think he just says like from S city. Mm. So you would just be in. Oh, I think isn't it technically a real city like Saitama? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. The, and the intro music, by the way, just to go back a second, sounds like Harry Potter theme music to me. Like a music box. Yeah. But like Harry Potter specifically. Okay. Um, it sounds like old British piano. Okay. I don't know. You're trying to like remedy the two? Trying <laughs> I'm like, to what is them? a music box like in Harry Potter? British, obviously. Yeah. It's definitely, um, it definitely is like English sounding. He tells you how to get to Shinjuku, right? Harajuku. Is it Harajuku? Yes. Okay. And we see this dude who's like, 
a, a well um he's like a fit guy with a simple gray head of hair but then it has a bunch of batarangs stuck in it is what it looked like to mm-hmm. me yeah it looks like he has confetti stuck in his hair yeah confetti they're just like little black shapes that are just mm-hmm. coming out of his hair it's not the craziest hairstyle by a long shot that araki has drawn but it's like he wakes up every morning and just puts stuff in his hair these little black lightning bolt looking things yeah. into his head yeah it just doesn't make a lot of sense and it's just this uh, it shows this guy just standing there this young man and this lady who has some gold teeth walks up to him and, and she's like, like you have a tiny face <laughs> you look great you should be a model and then we can also help you be an actor and but stuff. she comments on his tiny face is that a is that an attractive thing is like I having a tiny know. face good because we've noticed in terrace house a japanese reality tv show we watch that at least once or twice, they've been like, hey, you have a small head to someone who just came into the house. Oh, and what are they like? Gee, thanks. <laughs> I think so. They're like not bothered by it I at all. I guess having a big head is bad. Having a big head is definitely no, bad. No, that means you have big brains. No. All right. Sorry. Having a big uh, head. My son has a big head. It's in the 90th percentile among babies oh, his age. Oh, wow. Your son what? is a genius. Baby geniuses. <laughs> Wait, how do you how do you know that? They uh, we just went to his two month checkup and they they measure your head he, they measure his head Aww. his length and his weight. Aww. What? And they tell you the percentile? Yeah, so he's seventy fifth percentile in weight and fiftieth percentile in height. Okay. Mm. That's uh. He's a big boy. Aww, big boy. <laughs> big boy. Big boy deserves a big lunch. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, uh, this guy would be a Terrace House cast member. I think. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, uh, Yomo? Yoma? What's his name? Mm-hmm. Yoma. Yoma. In that he's a model uh, and he a psychopath. A yeah. A quiet sociopath. Yeah, um, yeah he would be on Terrace House for sure. Um, <laughs> so we see that he gets some modeling jobs, blah, blah, blah. And we see him running at the gym. And next to him are a few treadmills over. We see uh, Rohan is running. Oh, we we noticed that right from the beginning. I do. Yeah, I, I didn't notice Rohan. Yeah, yet. Okay. I like Rohan's workout clothes. He's still very fashionable, of even course. though he's working out. Yeah. But maybe his headband that's all like pointy is actually like a sweatband this time around. That would be a cool product to own if you were like, I'm going to go to the gym and wear my sweatband, but it was like a Rohan style sort of jagged circle thing. Mm-hmm. You guys are not interested. Fine. No. I'm going to make a million dollars when I invent that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then it's still Rohan narrating. He's in that scene briefly, but it's sort of foreshadowing, I guess. And it's all about this kid, Yoma, and he's working out with his trainer, and, uh, his trainer has a weird voice. I thought his trainer was hitting on him. I thought so, too. I thought they were maybe trying to make the trainer sound gay. Mm. Um, Wait, how so? I think just that voice, I feel like I've heard it in anime before when they're trying to do like a stereotypical depiction of a gay character, but that might be me. For me, the trainer like mm. complimented him on something and I was like, this seems like he's hitting on him. And so in my note, I don't, I didn't write down what he said, but in my, in my notes I wrote trainer is hitting on him. <laughs> well, yeah. And then he also like, he tells him something where he's like, you only have one more rep to go when he's doing some sort of like, um, I don't know. What is that? A chest? Uh, it's not a. Some kind of abduction. I don't know what he's doing. Butterf- we don't, we butterfly. Don't work out. He's doing it's, <laughs> it's it's a yeah. It's a, it's chest fly. Chest fly. And he says like you have one left or something. And then he's like okay that's two. He like lied. And then when when uh, Yoma yeah. is done with the workout, the coach says something like that's my training style to lie. 
<laughs> he says that? He says like, yeah, I lie. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, okay, dude, we get it. Um, but that, doesn't that give it away? <laughs> yeah, it does. right. You shouldn't tell that. Like, then now he knows. Now he knows that you lie. Well, I mean, next time he's, he's not going to be keeping count. He's focusing on all that strength. He's mm. just going to be confused. He'll be like, I don't know if I can trust this guy. And Yoma goes to the bathroom and he just looks at himself in the mirror and does all these cute poses. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And there's like close-ups on his muscles. It's very like, I don't know, voyeuristic. Yep. <laughs> it's it's very horny for this guy. Yeah. And then he like makes sure. a noise and oh, strikes yeah. a pose. And I was like, yes, I love, <laughs> I love the idea of, of like Araki like showing this guy like popping a pose similar to how Josuke at the end of part four like throws his booty out to the side. Yeah at the end of one panel and you're like well I, I guess he struck that pose but in this case like we hear him be like <laughs> like getting yeah. into a, a pose but it's actually cool looking it's like a practical almost like a fight pose I think the scene is there for for us and also to show maybe that he's very vain and very into his very into his appearance yeah. very into his muscles I think that's that's probably true yeah, yeah. then he goes home uh, to a woman we eventually assume is his girlfriend she's making pasta because at first i was like is this his mom <laughs> who is this woman and she was young i didn't think it was uh, the mom but i was i was just like lady is making pasta i didn't know what connection she had to him but then we saw that he was there. roommate or yeah. a confused uh, person that he broke into the apartment of yeah uh and she of course i love that when she says what she's made for dinner it's not spaghetti it's like sockeye it's oh my god what is it like sockeye salmon spaghetti with uh i don't know quinoa or some shit it's like four words for a mm. meal and it's like you son of a bitch araki you had to make <laughs> some weird specific food i love it and uh we basically learned that yoma is a shithead asshole boyfriend do you think this girl is here just to be like no 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 no, guys he's he's straight he's straight he's straight he's straight no this is a very straight show <laughs> no <laughs> everything is Although, straight <laughs> it, it, this is another example of this like sort of bored housewife character that Araki likes because we also have um, Kosaku's wife in part four who's a babe and uh, her, her son of course is the one who actually goes out and does stuff while she just is helpless uh, yeah. at home fighting bookcases but with, she's also great she's just fighting cats on bookcases she's, in the basement is that what she does? yeah and she's then, fantastic you know who else is great because she hates her husband so much and it's just wonderful in uh in one of the other Rohan OVAs, I don't remember. I can never remember if it's Millionaire Village or Mutsuka Bezaka, or is it a different one even? Where it's the girl who has a shithead boyfriend, and she accidentally kills him. Do you guys remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, yeah. And then he won't yeah, stop yeah. bleeding yes. out of the head. Oh. She has to like drink his blood at one and point. And does she drink it? Yeah, yes. to hide yeah. it. <laughs> so it seems to be this thing with like the 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 since part four that there's just maybe even before then it's just like. Pretty women who are like strong-willed, but they Pretty have an women. asshole boyfriend uh, and something horrible happens to the boyfriend or they do something mm. horrible to the boyfriend. Yeah. Um, usually the boyfriend is just independently shitty. It's a, um, what is it? It's like a warning. What's the word? Oh, like a uh, cautionary tale? Cautionary tale. That's exactly the phrase I was looking for. Morality? No, I was looking for a cautionary tale. Okay. It's a cautionary tale. Don't date men. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like it's like another thing that like if we want to believe canonically that like jojo is like a gay lens mm -hmm. like no matter what i don't care what counter evidence you throw at me everyone in jojo is gay yes if you read it you're gay <laughs> like all of us <laughs> we're all um, gay <laughs> that it's just funny that it's like 
there's a lot of homoeroticism and friendship, but then it's like these young, attractive male female couples, it's like completely loveless,、mm. sexless. It's just combative. <laughs> and the man is shitty and ignores you.、Mm. Um, but、uh, I、that's、just think it's a funny trend. That's also true, I think, for、um, uh, fuck. Who was、um, Joseph's wife? Um, Susie, Susie Q. Q. I、yeah. think it's also true for Susie Q. Yes, I feel like there's a little bit of niceness over the phone between them, too, though. Yeah. Even though he's kind of hiding something from her. Yeah. I feel like he's nice. And he's also cheating on her. But Joseph also might be the only straight man in、uh, JoJo's, I think. That might be true.、Um, that is a commonly held belief.、Mm-hmm. Um, Bye. So, anyway, there's this lady. She's making pasta. That's what I wrote down. She's making spaghetti. She trips on his weights because he just throws his weights all over the floor. Ladies and gentlemen, listening. Does this remind you anything of like, you know, because we're all social distancing, we're all together in an apartment now? Like, I just, it feels like relevant to the times because, you know, you're learning to live with your significant other and they're always there and they're making a mess everywhere. Is this about me? It's not about you. Okay. But it just, it just feels, it just feels like, I don't know, I just thought of this、yeah. now where she trips on his thing. It's like, you know, when you live in a small space and you like get in each other's way. Yeah, it, I, it, I mean, yeah. This this episode is pretty fitting. That's true because yeah, it's about cohabitating. Yeah, and this guy is a shitty roommate because she trips over his gear, and then he is doing jump rope just indoors in the living room, and she's like, "Are you doing jump rope indoors?" And he's like, "Yeah," and she's like, <laughs>、oh, "Okay, well, I made this nice spaghetti pasta," and he's like, "Uh, I'm trying not to eat carbs right now."、Uh, What a jerk! He's like, "I'm eating protein." You to know, make, she's making pasta. He's like, he's like, "To make my muscles happy" is the way he phrases it, which like. That's the way, like a mom says that to a child. You know she's cooking for you. You're really not going to tell her that you only eat protein. Like he gives her a menu afterwards, and he's like, "These are the things I can eat." That he doesn't do that. He does. Oh, he does. He gives her a tiny little piece of paper. Damn. That says like, "This is what I can eat." I like how she was like, "Oh, look at you! You're getting so fit. You're like Brad Pitt in Fight Club." And I'm like, "No, he's like Jared Leto in Fight Club." But anyway. Oh. That's what I think. Like, well, because because Jared Leto has short hair, and he has a pretty face. He's like the pretty pretty face boy. Okay, he has bigger eyes. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Did you get a look at that menu? It had like boiled chicken on it. It looked. It sounded gross. <laughs> I feel like there was one thing on there that I was like, "That's annoying to make." Like something that seemed actually kind of complicated. I should have paused it. Um. But you know, it was probably full of esoteric, like really good foods that Araki has tried while traveling the seven seas. She could have been like, "Cook your own damn food." Yeah. I'm making spaghetti. <laughs> and then, like a song by Pink plays as she throws her jacket over her shoulder and walks out.、Mm. Um, <laughs> no, actually, the song the song for this to me is is uh, uh, Bills 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 because like、uh, yeah because he just keeps like he takes her credit card he's like <laughs> he's like just being a bum in her apartment well not a bum okay fine he's working out but he's just like using up all of her apartment. And like using her resources and being very ungrateful. Well, and right, that's what right bills, now, bills, bills well, is about. Getting, you're getting ahead of it. We don't quite get to that point. We get there.、Yet. We get there. We get is there. Is this where the doorbell rings, or is it, or is that even later? I'm not sure, but I think it's when the doorbell rings because he's gonna he's going to sleep at like seven, and then the delivery man comes and he's like, "Never deliver this late again. I'm trying to sleep." No,、yeah. no, no. But right, right, right before that, that's true. That does happen. But right before that, she's like, "Hey, there's no money in my wallet," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I took all your money and I bought a bunch of protein. It was on sale.、So、I'll pay you back." <laughs> yeah, and he says protein is cheaper than sockeye. What sockeye? I think sockeye is a type of salmon.、Oh, okay.、Um, it is. Yeah, he just says it like an asshole. Like, "Oh yeah, well, I used your money." 
on protein, which is cheaper than your food that you made. And with, that's and that's when the delivery guy comes and he yells right. at him like and a he, jerk. He threatens to beat the shit out of him. And then there's this really weird ending to that scene where uh, the girlfriend, who I don't even know if we know the name of. Yeah, um, I don't think we ever get her name. She apologizes on their behalf to the door to the delivery guy. And then it just kind of pauses and fades to black. It's a weird ending to that scene. Um, but I noticed it and I wrote it down. So, uh, I really like the music when they're working out. Like the treadmill stuff is obviously the best, but we now are at the gym again and we see, um, this guy working out and we see at one point he's with the trainer and they're doing incline press, I think. Um, and it's miles is nodding. Miles is someone who actually does fitness stuff. I am slowly probably withering away. <laughs> because i don't walk more than five steps a day now mark is eventually just going to like turn into dust like his, just bo- his bones are just going to collapse and he's just going to be a sack of skin like his bone and muscle are going to collapse he's going to be a sack of skin and then eventually it'll turn to dust and this feels like a mortal combat <laughs> fatality is happening to me in this in this that's what happens but, but you don't even need like the fatality to happen to you because that's just what will happen you don't you also don't even like eat that much vegetables not that many now so but i take a multivitamin and i eat a lot of fruits now oh that's good because we've been using uh like amazon delivery for groceries and stuff and sometimes you have to like double up at the same time so that if one thing doesn't have it the other one does but i got lucky and just ordered both as soon as possible so now we have like 15 oranges and 15 apples we have a lot of fruit and like 12 bananas but i've been eating a lot of fruit so i'm not gonna die you gotta eat the bananas first they'll go bad first then apples and then the apples and the oranges will probably last but i love oranges um me too man put them in the fridge but also but so oh, the we thing keep is, them in the fridge for sure the thing is too mark is the only one who's going to eat the oranges i'm not really an orange person but i like bananas Ugh. and apples so i will help him with the be- bananas and the apples but mark has to eat all 15 oranges by himself <laughs> and they're big yeah they're big oranges. i'm enjoying it though i just had one as a snack like it's incredible that this quarantine has made me such a better person has it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, um, i'm a better person now too what's so funny when i go shopping i'm like how much is 16 ounces of food i'm like i don't know and maybe you say mark that's a pound and i'd be like okay <laughs> like what is that and, and <laughs> now and now what uh also sad weird like wake up to the quarantine situation was a week or so ago i went to do laundry and i'm putting all my shirts and pants and underwear in and i'm like Oh, where are all my socks? I guess I fucking left all my socks back there. I always have a pile of socks. And then I was like, oh, I haven't had that because I haven't been out of the house. So I'm never putting on socks. Yeah. Mm. So they're just all in my sock I drawer. did my laundry today and there were like three pairs of socks in there. I was like, what? Oh, you yeah. don't wear socks in the house? No. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to probably... Me neither. I'm probably not going to wear socks as much anymore. I wear them to keep my feet warm, but now I have these really nice slippers this is completely mm. off topic. <laughs> I have really nice slippers. They were rated number one on Wirecutter, and I bought them. And now my feet are super warm and cozy, so I'll never need to wear socks again because I'll just be in the house with my slippers. Jackie, I have the same slippers, and my feet are nice and sweaty. What? They're sweaty? <laughs> yeah, baby. Are, uh, did you get the L.L. Bean moccasins? Is that what you have? Uh, I th- the men's one might be different, actually, different. but I think I did. I'm not yeah. sweaty. I'm good. All right. Anyway, <laughs> so they're in the gym. They're both doing inclined press. Uh, and so as Rohan is next to um, Yoma, and we see that while Yoma's doing inclined press at the direction of the coach, uh, Rohan is suddenly racing him. And he's like matching um, his reps, which is still a little crazy because, I, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess it's just one set or whatever. But we see at the end, like, oh, they both did 50 reps. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Rohan, that guy's way more jacked than you. <laughs> yeah. Like, Rohan is in shape as well. He's got some muscle definition. But the other guy's, like, swole. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a thick daddy. No, he's not. <laughs> in, a, in a different thick way. Thick daddies are basically like bears, right? <sighs> Maybe. Like muscular no. bears. No? I feel like thick daddies. Cubs? Are, like, it depends on your level of hair on your body, I think. Well, I mean, I'm talking about musculature versus flab. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Wait, I have a question. Yes. Yep. Why is Rohan a member of a gym in Tokyo? That's a great mm, question. What's he doing there? I don't know. Do we know? Did Rohan relocate at some point? He just likes going. His house did burn down. He just said he likes going to, I guess he likes going to Harajuku for well, some reason. Well, we know that the the scene that the model was in Harajuku and Rohan described how to get there. So maybe this guy does live in Morio or S-City. You know, maybe he goes hmm. to the gym in S-City and Rohan goes into the city to go to the gym. I don't know. We must have missed mm-hmm. something because that feels like a granular detail that Araki would not have missed. Mm. Um, so anyway, after that, though, I don't think they start racing yet. We actually... Um, he seems possessed, this guy. He's weird. We At some point, we get the same... We get creepy music, and I think it's the same stuff from part five of, uh, of JoJo, the TV anime. Mm. Um, we then see another house scene. We go back to the apartment. He starts bouldering in her apartment. He just set up all these, like, rocks well, on the yet, walls. Well, not yet, not yet, not yet. What do you mean, not yet? I mean, not yet. He's, ju- he's jumping rope at first. Okay, fine. And she notices that, because uh, she's like, why are you, you're jumping rope inside again? Look, you're leaving marks on the floor. Mm-hmm. So we see that's why she was concerned. And she goes to like reach out to him and uh, her hand gets hit pretty hard with the jump rope. And he's like, you shouldn't come close here. It's dangerous. Mm. And, uh, oh, in, in the last time they were in the house as well, uh, she was going out to, to do karaoke. And he's like, I can't. And then later was like, all right, I have to do stuff. Can you leave? And she's like, this is my apartment. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And so that kind of comes back this time because... Um, what a scrub. He's the Is he the worst boyfriend in, in the show? No. Who's the worst? Kira, probably. No, Kira's fine. Kira blows you up. <laughs> Kira treats the hands very well. Yeah, but... All right. He treats the hands very well. Anyway, so uh, Yoma goes to <laughs> his room. He doesn't treat hands very well. He hurt her hand. And Rohan's hand. He hates hands. This guy? Yeah. Oh. I mean, Kira also does break a lady's hand at one point. I forget what it is, but he's just like delicately handling her hand. And then he just breaks it by uh. accident and is like, oh. <laughs> and I think he's like, I should ditch her. Um, so Yoma goes to his little room in this apartment and we and we just see briefly like one little um, rock climbing piece, like a stud. I don't know what you call those. Um, like a handle that you reach for when you're bouldering or rock climbing. And I feel like this was intentional. Like Rohan was like, I'm just, uh, Rohan, oh my God. Araki was like, I'm just going to draw one frame of one of those handles. And people are going to be like, what the fuck is that? And that's what happened to my brain. And then we see that this guy is bouldering inside of this lady's apartment, his girlfriend's apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just put these handles all over the inside of a room. That's her apartment. And he just turned it into his own private, like bouldering Gym. Oh, and isn't this also because he do, do they say do they show something in the gym that says like you'll win a bunch of money or something or you'll become a trainer? There's some poster. Miles, do you remember this? Mm-mm, I didn't read the. Posters. I don't remember this. It's something, and it mentions a bunch of yen, but it's it says something like maybe it's a membership, like if you join the gym, and it was like free, like all you can drink protein machine or something. 
Um, so I didn't wow. know if there was some deeper motivation. Later, he says, like, I'm going to um, get hired, like, as an actor. Anyway, so he's bouldering around, climbing up the wall, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, And she gets really pissed because, you know, he didn't listen to her. He fucked up her floor with the jump rope, and now he's planted a bunch of shit in the walls and ceiling. And then she also finds out that he, uh, she's like, listen, we need to talk about the fact that you took my debit card. Oh, right. That's when she talks about that. He took her debit card and... For what, though? To buy the bolter shit? I don't know. He was like, oh, I'll pay you back when I get a modeling gig, whenever that is. Yeah. Or when I get a part or something. And then... And then she, when, then after that, like, after he explained that away, she was like, get the fuck out. Like, everything turned into, like, lava lamp. <laughs> like, yeah. everything, like, changed, like, inverted colors and shit. And she was like, get out. And then she's like, this is... And then he's like, fine, I'll get out. And he opens the window... And we hear her yell like, this is a rental. And when we look from the outside, we see that he also put bouldering handles all over the outside of the apartment leading wow. down to the ground. Um, I love this character. Yeah. So he just turns, he's just By a the Spider-Man. Way, so this is the first time we see him exit through the window. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yeah, it's almost like foreshadowing. This guy loves to mm. not use the door. Um, anyway, at this point I wrote, what a scrub. Bills, bills, bills. Yeah. Which is, because there's a ly- lyric where she's like, and you've been maxing out my cards. cards. Giving me bad credit. Buy me gifts with my own ends. Haven't paid the first bill, but you're steady heading to the mall. Going on shopping sprees. Perpetrating to your friends like no, you be bald. None of this is in this anime, Jackie. It's all in the anime. This guy has no friends. He doesn't it's go to the mall. It's all in the anime. He, and but he doesn't buy her a gift. He doesn't buy her a gift. In. All right. Um, he's not buying her gifts no so now we're back at the gym for the third time and we start to see that rohan and this guy have done a competition in the past where they're on treadmills side by side and they're both attempting to run to 25 kilometers which is how many miles miles (laughs) miles miles they were trying to get to 25 kilometers per hour oh is that what it is yeah, I think they're like increasing the speed on the treadmill until they hit 25 kilometers an hour, which is about 15 and a half miles per hour. Yeah. Miles, what if you named your son Kilometer? Is it too late to change his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's def- <laughs> it's definitely too late, especially for that name. That would be bad. Damn it. Um, so Kilometer Ma. The, co- the competition is they're going to be running side by side and whenever they hit either a rate or a number a distance um, that one of them will grab their remote and they get to stop. Is that the idea? They get to hit it on their own treadmill and stop the treadmill. Yes. yes. Once you hit the, that speed, you're allowed to stop. And I guess yeah. whoever grabs the remote first wins. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's whoever can get to their top speed and then, yeah, then they get to stop it, I guess that kind of thing. Um, or it's just a signifier that you won whatever that's and for context they tell us that usain bolt runs at about he runs at about 28 miles per hour so this Kilometer, is like half miles of or kilometers usain an hour. Bolt speed miles oh wow that's insane by the way that's He's insanely fast, fast. Uh, miles you're a runner you run that's true uh do you know your speed at all have you ever done that math not really because you, I do, you would do distance if i used a treadmill but i never do you're not a, you're not a um a sprinter yeah, I don't run that fast. Yeah, because well, what could you do? Could you take like a... If you use a Fitbit, it'll tell you. That's true. Break out them Fitbit. I'm sure it, my watch does tell me somewhere. I just don't know where it is. Well, you could also divide uh, the distance you've run by the time, right? That's true. 
But I mean, I understand that with long distance running, that's not necessarily a good indicator because sometimes you slow down and stuff, right? I'm trying to give yes. you an out here, Miles. We don't want to hear that you run at a pitiful eight kilometers an hour. I, I don't know how fast that is. I don't know. It's like six miles. Uh, how far could I run Five in miles. an hour? Like, I don't know, like seven miles maybe. Seven miles an hour? Yeah, if I'm running for an hour, maybe eight miles. Yeah. That's over distance. If you sprinted, I'm sure you could uh, be faster. Oh, wait, so seven or eight miles. Yeah, so they're they're double the speed of you, but they're not doing wow. it for a very long time. Uh, and they're also not it on- It seemed a, like they were. They're not on out- They're on treadmills, you know? They're not on outside terrain, braving True. the slings and arrows of out- outrageous dirt on the ground. Anyway- <laughs> So they're they're running next to each other, and Rohan kind of makes it seem like it's going to be a friendly competition. You know, he's uh, actually I'm sorry. When the narrator or Rohan is describing how the game is played, a diagram comes up that's like a fighting game HUD, <laughs> and it shows them both yeah. running in place, and they have life bars and a little super meter on the bottom. It's pretty great, and I got to look up the original art uh, if Araki drew this kind of thing for the comic. Um, so they're both already going; they're already running. But the way that this played out before, uh, Yoma reached for it and it he like dropped it or something or it slipped and then Rohan got it. Something like that, right? Where they both both reached for it, but Rohan was able to stop his first. And so this is like the revenge match. Yes. Yeah. This is Rohan was able to get to it first. We didn't really see why, but Rohan's trying to have a friendly conversation with the guy. Um, and he's asking him like what he does or something. And he at one point says, like, I think later in the match, he technically says it, but he says, like, you touch the platform the remote is on. So it rocked towards you and you were able to grab it first. It's like some bullshit excuse that he gives. And he's like, Rohan, why don't you just focus on running? He's Hmm. like, do conversation about that um, because, you know, we're going to have a fair match this time. And Rohan's like, you sound like you're taking this too seriously. Like, it's just a game. And the guy's like, I know, but it's a game that has to be fair. So hmm. I intend to keep it fair or something, which is just a pretty scary, intense thing someone would say. Then he fucking breaks his fingers. So how fair is that? <laughs> well, he breaks his fingers in 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 uh, because of a reaction to something that is still wrong. Don't get me wrong. Hmm. Oh, at, when he starts running, we also missed this. When we see him training outside at one point, there's a brief training montage. He's running. There's like this evil dark cloud behind him. Yeah. It looks almost demonic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see some of his muscles start to change into a wing shape, but it's only briefly hinted mm-hmm. at. Now they're running and, and Rohan his, sees His muscles them. really start to turn into wings. Right. He gets wings on his back, wings on his feet. And I immediately was like, oh shit, this is some Greek god character. I forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm jumping ahead of things. Um, and so Rohan is just like, what is up with this guy? And when his wings are coming out, it makes these like horrible rock noises. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a bunch yeah. of rocks like scraping together or something. It uh, it was cool. I wish my muscles were rocks. Yoma starts to run backwards for no reason because it doesn't really help him with this competition. He's just showing yeah. Off. Miles, have you ever run backwards? Does it does it use different oh, muscle treadmill? groups? Does it do you save energy? They tell you to do that. It's like it helps you recover a little bit to use like the opposite muscles. But no, oh. I don't do that on a regular basis. But like, well, like, you mean if you were at the gym, like, uh, or at the end of your race, like, you're saying do it then, not in the middle of a race. Yeah, don't don't ever do that in the middle because you're not faster that way. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe not enough people have invested <laughs> the time in it, and they could do it. It looked like he slipped. Did he do it on purpose? It looked like he slipped and twisted his ankle, but then he adapted to it and was like running backwards. Maybe it was like a goofy mm-hmm. kind of save face, I meant to do that kind of move. He also throws... Then... Go ahead. Yeah, like the way he reorients himself is he picks up a weight, tosses it out the window, and, and kind of uses that momentum to reorient himself forward. And why did he do that? Why did he throw... A... It was a 20K, 20 kilogram. kilogram weight dumbbell, and he throws it out the window. Why? I think he does that to raise the stakes. Because he throws it at the window, which then breaks. And the window is right behind the both of them. Mm-hmm. So if you were to take a bad fall or something and hit the treadmill, like they don't really throw you that far. But it's possible that you would land on the glass or worst case scenario, fall out of the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're running and uh, he says something. Yeah, he makes some comment about the race being fair or whatever. And it's like, I don't know that what you just did has anything to do with that. Yeah. And then Rohan is like, presumably Rohan must think, I need to stop this. This guy's fucking nuts. And he goes to reach for the remote. Yoma interprets this as cheating and grabs his hand and then breaks his fucking fingers. Um, <laughs> and is like, this has to be fair. You're trying to get there. You were at 21.8. Um, and he's like, but I left you with two fingers so you can still operate the remote. Um, but I was like, I don't know if it's fair to break someone's fingers during a race. Miles, has anyone ever broken your fingers uh, during like a marathon? Let's see. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, well, I don't know what insight you can give me. <laughs> I think I think physically hurting a person in a competition that doesn't have anything to do with any physical interaction, I think should disqualify you. You know, you, well, I if mean, two people are running and you do anything to the other person physically, I think that should disqualify you. Like if you trip them or if you break any part of their body. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think in that's general, fair... it's not a contact sport. Yeah, yeah, generally speaking. Well, let me also ask: they're having like at times they're having full blown conversations while running extremely fast. Do people ever talk while running? Is that advised against? No, but one of the last races I did, there was a man who, I don't know if there was something wrong with him, but he kept screaming profanities every like couple minutes. And we were running kind of at the same pace, except he would, I would pass him, then he would scream a profanity, <laughs> sprint ahead of me, and then eventually slow down and I would pass him. Mm. And then he would swear again, zoom ahead of me. And that kept happening until eventually, I guess he got tired. He died. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely died of embarrassment. Uh, I think he made you like a, a milestone maybe, or maybe it was everybody that passed him. Um, yeah, maybe. But maybe it was just you and he was like, oh, this guy's fucking lapping me again. I can't let that happen. And he, In general, though, I uh, never have the energy to talk. Also, I, I want to give a caveat to no one physically hurting me during races. I am usually not in a position to be in a threat to anyone. I'm usually like in the middle of the pack where no one would bother to hurt me for any reason. Maybe if I were faster, someone would try it. Maybe there's a lot of finger breaking going on at the front of the race. Mm. Uh, yeah. Araki would, if there really was, Araki would stop the action to be like, in distance running, there is a phenomenon. <laughs> and you'd be like, what? Um, anyway, so yeah, now they're running and we can see now that this is no longer like a, because I, I remember seeing stills that were advertising this and I was like, okay, I'm guessing it's Araki. So I'm guessing the danger is like, they have to run and one of them is going to like die from the exhaustion. You know, someone's lungs are going to blow up or something. But no, now the stakes are like, this guy's a nut job who broke your fingers. And also he broke the window. By the way, we're really high up in this building. Mm-hmm. I did not know this was not on the ground floor or anywhere. Um, none of the gym staff are able to run over, I guess, to like stop the machines. 
uh, and be like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, I also am assuming that these machines, you cannot stop with the commands like on the console itself. Like you can't just reach up and stop it, which is what Rohan could have done. Um, I don't know why they have to use the remote only. It's pretty weird. But regardless, these are the circumstances in which the episode take place. Um, There's a lot of weird equipment in this gym, like the the incline bench press. That it had like counters on it. For some that was reason, really cool, though. Reps you're doing. I like that. And <laughs> they have a remote that turns off two treadmills at once for some reason. No, I think it's. I think that it, you can point it at one or the other. I think it uses oh, like okay. infrared because th- that's kind of how it breaks down later. Or maybe there's like right, a right, button right. that's for like one treadmill or the other. Um, anyway, so Rohan, I think I think this is the point where Rohan uses Heaven's Door. Yes. Because he's just like, all right, what the fuck is this guy's deal? And it's just like killed people, killed people. Yeah, we see different characters from. <laughs> he killed his girlfriend. We didn't see it. We see the girlfriend's name pop up, and she's dead, no. un- unknown or missing or something. Um, we see this guy that was at the gym that earlier we we didn't mention this, but. Uh, Yoma goes to his personal trainer and is like, hey, I'm ready. And the trainer's like, oh, this guy was here first. He already signed up for a training session. Yeah, this guy's, this guy's paying for training, so I have to help him first. Yeah. And so then... Rohan, <laughs> and Yoma just looks kind of pissed. And Yoma just killed everybody who paid for yep, training. Yoma killed that guy. <laughs> Did Yoma kill the trainer too? I feel like there's three dead people like in his Heaven's Door book. Um, I don't know who the third person was. Yeah. And by this, we mean that Rohan has a stand, a secret power that uh, if you look at his little drawing of a cowboy, floating cowboy ghost, uh, parts of your body open like pages of a book. Oh, that's right. You need to look at something. You need to look at it, but he can do it in the air in front of you. Um, uh. But it also is supposed to immobilize you. And this guy keeps running at like fucking 15 miles an hour. Because oh, that could have killed him right there. Right. Um, mm. Would have been a really dirty trick. Because the thing is, too, is the guy so notices. So this episode breaks all the rules. It breaks a bunch of rules. But this guy notices the pages opening on him, too. So yeah. between that and seeing this, like, cloudy thing behind him, I was like, oh, he's a stand user. Mm. Um, yeah. So he sees his, his hands and arms opening or whatever. And Rohan sees, like, these little headlines about, oh, yeah, he bashed this one guy's head against a, the, the, against a wall. Because they, they tell you how they died. But it's such a fast shot that you can't really tell. I have to go back and watch it. Um so Rohan confirms like, oh yeah, okay. So this guy is definitely um, a psychopath and is going to kill me. I wrote down, I wrote, I wrote down on the, uh, cause they're still competing and stuff. I wrote down on my notes. I wrote, uh, let him win, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Rohan, just let him win. <laughs> like, don't, don't seriously participate in this competition. Just right. Let but, him win. but then at that point, I think that the fear would be if you slow down, if you were like, well, I'm just going to jog, I'm just going to slow down. Then he's going to be like, fuck you. This is a real, you know, game. He yeah. could get even mad. So. But yeah, let him win a little bit. Don't. I mean, um, at least like, don't don't use all of your speed to get that remote. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because that's 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 how I thought Rohan broke his hand when he later he's talking about this event and we see them reach for a remote. I thought that he went to reach for it. The other guy went to reach for it, and he smacked his hand so hard that he broke his fingers. I completely forgot that that happened until we started to recap it, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's why he he broke his fingers. Well, yeah, just because he tried to reach for it and he was like, no, not yet. Um, this whole time, by the way, this music is playing that kind of sounds a little bit like the the hardcore techno genre of Gabber, where it has like this heavily distorted sort of bow, 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 just four on the floor thudding uh, bass drum that rules. And it's actually a really good fit for a treadmill because if you've ever heard someone really running hard on a treadmill, it has a sort of steady thump, 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 thump yeah. as their weight is landing on it again. Um, with a bit of noise in between, obviously, of the 
the treadmill milling. Um, I really enjoyed that music and it definitely added to it. In the middle of that, I definitely thought like, this is great. I miss Jojo. This is fun and strange uh, and exciting. Uh, and very This made me miss guy. Jojo too. Yeah. I also love, then they draw a bunch of sequences of their faces really close up and detailed and they look like they're in horrible pain and their faces are all <laughs> wrinkly with the wind, I guess, as they're running. It's almost like the Ren and Stimpy close-ups that they would do where they'd do a <laughs> yes. close-up drawing of one of the characters and it's all gross and shaded and <sighs> and detailed. It's kind of funny. Um, and then this thing happens where, uh, so Yoma reaches 25 kilometers an hour first and he's like, yes, I did it. And he grabs the remote and for whatever reason, he points at Rohan's treadmill and hits the stop button. And Rohan looks at him and goes, you press the button. <laughs> um, and, and given its context, we're about to find out I don't, did he say it like you push the button? Like yeah. driving home, like just so, just so you know. You won. I technically did not kill you. Yeah. Um, or if he was just saying like, oh, you did it. But he then explains that he used Heaven's Door. Heaven's Door doesn't just read your secrets. It can also write in new things. It can give you instructions. So you subconsciously do them. So he wrote in there like, I will pick up the remote and stop Rohan's treadmill. And so what I presume here is that this guy thought, I'll stop my treadmill and I'll slow down my run or whatever and I'll be good. But he accidentally stops Rohan's treadmill. And so if he stopped trying to keep pace with 25 kilometers an hour, then the treadmill would throw him off, um, mm -hmm. which is what appears to happen. And he gets thrown off through the window that he opened. Um, and uh, we don't know what happened. Miles, let me ask you, though, is it a good idea if you run up to a speed like, say, I don't know, 25 kilometers an hour, should you just hit stop? Mm -hmm. Is that a oh good idea God. to just run full speed and stop well, moving? Most treadmills will like if you even if you hit stop, they won't just throw you off like that. They'll slow down gradually or at least they should. Well, well, no, his his never slowed down. That's the thing. Oh, right. Oh, right, 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 his was still going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but that's the thing is like, so was he going to run and then that machine was designed to stop so he fully stopped? You know, it's like, it's a weird thing that happened, you know? Yeah. Because in order for it to throw him off, he'd have to stop moving, in my opinion. If he slowed down a little bit, right, right, right. you'd get that thing where you stumble and maybe you catch up and run and be like, why isn't this slowing down? But no, he, he thinks that he should be at a full stop when he hits the button um, and therefore <laughs> stops moving altogether. Um, that's a good point and then there's this really funny thing where rohan sees what happened and is like oh no he looks He's like, like i gotta go <laughs> yeah he looks at the camera and almost says something like i must leave this place immediately <laughs> it reminded me of the scene in uh, hereditary it was a very dark moment in that movie where someone does something no spoilers someone does something that causes someone to get hurt and then we see them just because they're clearly so traumatized by it, they can't like face it and they just act like everything's normal and they just go home. And uh, this just reminded me of that as the Roham is like, mm. okay, I killed a guy and I'm just going to leave. Like, oh shit. Because <laughs> again, there's no staff in this gym now. No one works there. Um, they're all dead. And, and Rohan makes the smart choice too. He's like, I'm not going to look out there. He's like, because if I look out there, yeah. he, he might be clinging to the building He's probably not at the ground level anymore, which is weird. I guess he assumed that he got thrown out of the building, hit the ground, got up and ran back in. He's like, but if I look out there, he'll probably kill me, um, which is smart. You don't want to be that person in that movie that looks out at the killer and then you get thrown out the fucking window because you're too curious. 
Um, and then Rohan stops and this feels like this weird, like, oh shit, I forgot to resolve this thing. Let me just have Rohan say a bunch of stuff. He's like, I saw wings coming out of his back, even behind his ears, his feet. He's like, it reminds me of this, the Greek God of muscles, Hermes. Is Hermes the Greek God of muscles? I don't see like, I thought. Hermes was like a little like messenger nerd. He's a messenger. Yeah, 100% messenger. In uh, in the Hercules cartoon animated series, and I guess in the movie, but in the animated series, Hermes is just like a, a nerd. He's just like a post office nerd. He's a stamps collector. Stamp collector. He's a philatelist. He's considered the herald of the gods, the protector of human heralds, travelers, thieves, merchants, and orators. I'm also and seeing he's able to move I'm seeing also between wealth between the worlds of the mortal and the divine. Right. And also wealth, luck, fertility, animal husbandry, sleep, language, thieves. None of these words are muscles. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about, Araki? And also, like, just because you have muscles doesn't mean you should be an asshole to your girlfriend or to delivery guys. Isn't like if you're if you're God if you're possessed by Hermes, shouldn't you be nice to delivery guys? Like, <laughs> isn't that like Hermes is all about delivery guys? Yeah, but maybe you're like these guys all suck. I can divinely run from Mount Olympus to um, you know New Jersey super fast. These guys take thirty minutes to drive me a pizza. So maybe he just looks down on them. I don't know. When I look up Greek god okay, of muscles, Adonis comes up a lot. Ah, Adonis, who's sort of like a, a vanity god. Oh, Adonis would have made more sense, I think. Yeah. Adonis is always depicted as a statue showing his dick. Um, <laughs> Great. Or Narcissus would have been good, too. That's uh, that's mm. not Greek, though, right? Narcissus sounds uh, Roman. Is there like a god of competition? Probably. What if there's a Catholic saint of competition? But I think Adonis, is Adonis the one that stares at himself in the mirror That's and Narcissus. Stuff? Narcissus. That's what okay. I was thinking would be a good fit as well. Because I think well. that's good because he's just like so obsessed with himself. Yeah. So he's he's a supposedly god of gymnasiums. <laughs> Who is? Which one? And athletics. Hermes. Who? Hermes. Really? Okay, okay, okay. That's close enough now, I'd say. Um. Yeah. So he says, like, this guy was an avatar for Hermes, the god of muscles. I'm convinced of it. And then that's it. It just ends. It's just like yeah. weird things happen to around Rohan. It's like so weird. Like the sh Disney show, so weird. It's um, a good show. So two notes. One is that this is Araki's comment on this. I think it probably appeared when the comic showed up as just a one shot in Shonen Jump. I've brought back this type of muscled character that I liked drawing during the 80s through JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm the first to be surprised by this. He really came back to life, whether I wanted it or not. Yoma Hashimoto. I have the feeling that someone like him really exists somewhere. What a dreadful fellow. That's, those are his thoughts. Um, Thanks, Araki. I feel like the other Rohan one-shots... Like, there was a little more of a resolution yeah. than this. Mm. I think so, too. This was sort of a weird, loose end that it ended on. And I was like, what? And Rohan makes it seem like he says at one, in the beginning, I think, he's like, because of a flaw in my personality. And I was like, no, this is kind of the other guy's fault because he's the one who raised the stakes by breaking a window and by being just a fucking lunatic. And so mm -hmm. Rohan just made it so you fucking get what you deserve. You fall off the treadmill. It, you know, you were supposed to just smack into a glass window, but you had to die. You'll never kill anyone again. Yeah. 
I think this is a good, uh, if you know, if you have a friend that's like a gym rat and like doesn't watch anime and is like, anime is for baby nerds or whatever, you just show him this one because it's all about the gym, which is something that he likes. Well, I've actually heard that a lot of dudes who are into anime, a lot of them who work out take their inspiration from anime characters that are jacked. That makes sense. Like a lot of guys that grew up watching like Brawly on Dragon Ball Z or whatever yeah. are like, man, I want to get buff. Mm. And the characters will sometimes voice like, uh, you know, about how determined they are, like despite making mistakes or whatever, that they just want to keep training. You know, it's mm. not about succeeding every time. It's about getting up and doing it again. Mm. Um, so some, some, some anime nerds end up being buff nerds. Uh, okay, here are um, the animation director's uh, responses when they asked, like, how involved was Araki during the development of this uh, this episode? And from director Toshiyuki Kato says, uh, and the other one in the conversation is Shunichi Ishimoto, the chief animation director. Kato says, he did want a number of changes made to certain characters from the run, such as Yoma. The initial character designs emphasized their physical builds because the story was about weight training, but he said to make them even more muscular. <laughs> Ishimoto says he said to make them about as buff as they were between part one and part three. The bald-headed gym patron in particular, the guy who's like barely in it, in particular required the most revising. During the design process, Mr. Araki said to make him about as buff as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And we thought he was kidding because that would be deviating a bit from the original work. But it turns out he was serious. Hmm. Laughs. Great. Yeah. So Araki, they were like, do you want us to change or update anything? And he was like, make them buffer. Make the guy in the gym really buff. Think of The Rock. And they're like, okay. And then that guy just <laughs> is gone and presumably killed later. But... uh I don't know. I like that. And I like that Araki like, acknowledges, like, remember I used to draw buff characters all the time? He's like, now I know how to count how many muscles they should have. Because I used to draw all these extra muscles that probably didn't exist. But, uh, yeah, this looks really good. It makes me want to take a look at the comic um, just to see the art there and to see uh, how he murdered all those people. I want to see those little <laughs> memories in his, in, his, in his book, his human page book, and see how did he murder his girlfriend and the bald... Dwayne the Rock Johnson guy. Uh, but yeah, I really like this episode, even though it's a little bit open-ended. It doesn't really have a satisfying conclusion. Uh, it was great to get some JoJo-ness, and uh, I love the new art style. I haven't seen that in a while. Um, this is sort of Araki's art style as of the last few years, I think. What'd you guys think? I loved seeing another classic Araki nutjob, although I wish like, I found out what had happened. Yeah. If we saw him like hit the ground and scurry away like a spider. Yeah. I thought it was it was good. It was well done. It was a good, fun story about mus muscly men, which is a lot of what JoJo's is. <laughs> muscly men. Stories about muscly men. But this was more mm, I don't know. It was very direct and aware of the muscles, which I like. <laughs> yeah. It's it was very self aware, I think. It's also like it didn't need that bit about him being the avatar of a Greek god or having yeah. these special muscles. It it just felt like, and he does foreshadow it earlier, but it almost felt like at the end, like this guy died. And one character's like, wow. Also, by the way, that guy, he was a Greek god. See ya. I think that part fits with like Rohan encountering these weird things yeah. on his travels. Yeah. Like these weird supernatural things that happened to him. Um. 
Did this make you want to work out more or less? A little bit more, but only if I can go to a gym where it counts my reps for me. There's a little... Sometimes you lose count. Yeah. Well, I like the gamification of things. I want it to go up like a progress bar in Fire Emblem or Call of Duty. You know, when I hit some reps, this little bar fills up and is like, oh, now you're at, you know, D minus. And I'm like, that's all I'll ever be. Um, this sorry. did not make me want to work out any more or less. Are you worried you'll be murdered by anybody? No, I'm not worried about being murdered. <laughs> Are you worried that you'll be murdered because you try to raise the stakes of a competition? I'm not leaving this apartment, so Smart. the only person that can murder me is you, Mark. I'm not going to do that. Okay, don't, I know. Don't push me into a pile of golf clubs either. What does that mean? Uh, that's the other Rohan OVA when the shitty boyfriend is murdered by the mm. the girl uh, who drinks the blood. Okay, so if I will either say, of us is murdered, it'll be by the other one. Got it. I also do do feel like this is sort of a solidification that people have said since part six or so that JoJo has felt more of a seinen sort of comic than a shonen, meaning a little bit more for grown-up dudes, mm. not for young men anymore. Mm. And it's like, even though this comic, this specific episode is like weird and a little bit silly it also does feel a little bit mature in ways in its tone in its humor yeah i think kids won't relate because kids aren't going to the gym their parents won't buy them gym memberships yeah parents if you're listening don't buy miles don't buy your kid a gym membership he's too young he's, why he's too little no. a jacked baby he can't bench press a, a jacked ass baby he's too little. have you checked your baby yeah. for fangs by the way uh, he has no teeth. So he probably doesn't have a nightmare stand that will uh, prey on people in their Miles, dreams. Miles, what would you do yeah. if your baby started to make you have nightmares? Nightmares. Yeah, nightmares. Nightmares. No, I feel like I would still have to raise him. Yeah. Mm. You'd have to just get like a, like a machine that makes noise that ha- makes you have pleasant dreams in the night. I now get like that baby horror though. Because mm. like... In the night when it's like, oh, God, he's still awake. I feel that. Aw. Because <laughs> you're like, please, I want to sleep. Please. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and um, he, he hasn't turned invisible, right? As far as I know. Wait. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> His crib's empty. Just put a bunch of makeup on him. He'll be good. You'll find him. All right. I think that's it cool. for us. I think we've uh, drained ourselves of thoughts for the entire week yay i'm gonna go lay in my hyperbolic time chamber i don't even know what that is thanks for listening everyone if you want to follow us on twitter you should just look up at jjb pod uh follow us on twitch that's also twitch.tv slash jjb pod pretty much everything is jjb pod except the email which is jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com if you have thoughts on this episode of the rohan ovas if you have thoughts on the confessional or at a confessional We'll be talking about that next week. Um, If you have uh, questions for us about JoJo or uh, anime feelings, drop a line. But anyway, have fun. Stay safe. uh, Get buff. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.